Hi, everybody. Welcome to my podcast, Changing the Course. I am Atara, founder of the Curly Girl Movement, author of the Curly Girly book series, and owner of curlygirly.com. And my mission is to bring interesting, newsworthy, and current topics to the forefront with dynamic guests who help us to change the way we see things and open our world to new ideas. Today, it is my pleasure to welcome Barry Shore to my show. Barry is a well-known radio host and best-selling author. Barry is also what I like to call a life transformer. He is someone whose life literally transformed overnight as he went from a healthy, dynamic, walking person to a quadriplegic in the course of one day. Barry had two roads in front of him at that point, and he definitely took the one less traveled. Turning tragedy into triumph, he emerged from this difficult period a changed man, and his movement as ambassador of joy is being embraced globally. A successful entrepreneur with two multi-million dollar exits and three issued patents, Barry's decision to use his experience to better his life and the lives of others has opened a unique opportunity to find joy in living regardless of circumstance. Welcome, Barry, to my show. How are you today? Good day, wonderful, beautiful, bountiful, beloved immortal beings and good looking people. Now, Atara, how can I claim that everybody that's listening to this is a good looking person? The reason is because if you've tuned in to listen to what Atara has to say, then by definition, you are always looking for and finding the good. (laughs) That's a good looking person. I am doing so well, Atara, that if you put it in a (laughs) bottle and sniff it, you'd be happy for a year and we'd share it with everybody listening. I love that. I love that. Your joy is really infectious. You know, I was recently on your show as a guest, so I'm really excited today to turn the tables here and I want to hear your story Um, because I know it's a really interesting story with a profound message that we can all learn from. So I don't want to tell it for you, but tell us, you know, just how your movement began, what happened. Give us a start somewhere. Okay. Let's start on, on the, on an interesting day. Uh, You know, we all live our lives day by day. We have our own calendar and such. You never know what's going to happen. You wake up in the morning by the end of the day. So it was the 17th of September the year was 2004. I'm standing up in the morning, hale and hearty, able to leap tall buildings in a single bound. (laughs) And that evening, Atara, I'm in the hospital, paralyzed from my neck down. Nothing in my body moved. And it was not from a car accident. It was not from a spinal injury. It was a very rare disease that took over my body. And within a matter of hours, I was completely totally paralyzed. All I could do was move my mouth. And even then I could barely whisper. I had no idea what was going to go on. What could happen? Here I was full with vitality and unable to move. And this went on for a long time. But let's let me just ask you, just because this is like running through my head initially when this is happening in that, you know, initial 24 hour period, what is going through your mind? Like, are you terrified? Are you thinking like, I'm going to die, or I'd rather die. Like, what are you thinking? So this is, we'll call it the normal question. And the normal response would have been, ah! Right. (laughs) Why me, God? Why did you do this to me? Right. But I wasn't thinking like that at all. Uh, First of all, I was (laughs) literally working with the situation. But more importantly, 
I was in a calm place. And part of the reason is the backstory to the story. Okay. I want to hear that. Okay. So let me make it short, but pointed. I have been blessed in my life. Uh, I am uh, 72 years chronologically. Now, I have a belief in the theory that every human being has four ages. Once you get over the age of 18, everybody has four ages. You have a chronological age, you have a metabolic age, you have a mental age, and you have something called an SOW. So my chronological age is 72. My biological metabolic age is today 48 because I now swim two miles a day, six days a week. So I'm letting the cat out of the bag. We've gone through some interesting stuff. My mental acuity uh, is 28 because I work with a lot of 25, 30 year olds. (laughs) So you have to be on top of your game. (laughs) Right. And my SOW, this is the key, is eight. So people say, what's an SOW? Sal or so? What is that? Sense of wonder. My sense of wonder is eight years, not childish, childlike, right? That's the key of life. So thank God before this happened, I was 55 years old at the time. So before this had happened, I had already led what others would call a very full life (laughs) with, as you pointed out, thank God business successes. I had some failures, but overall doing very well in business and family. I have a wonderful wife and son and, and married and grandkids. But the important thing is that I had already experienced things that most human beings never do. And there were two that enabled me to be in the situation now of completely paralyzed, not bitter, not angry, and not freaked out. One of them was the following. Uh, it, was the, I was, it was 1972. I was 24 years old, and I had just come back from living in Europe for three years, traveling all over at the time. And again, you got to understand, this is the late 60s, early 70s. It was a what they call a wild time in life, right? And I lived in Amsterdam, which was the center of the hip alternative culture. I was everything like that. I came back to my hometown, which is Boston, and I opened up a very hip boutique on the fanciest street in Boston called Newbury Street. If anybody knows Boston, you know it's it's the most upscale street uh, in the city. I opened up a boutique. What we did is we had uh, well, I was in Europe, we did this. We went to old flea, the, the flea markets, we bought old oriental rugs, very large ones, nine by 12, 10 by eight, etc. And they had stains and cuts and such. We took the good pieces and we fashioned them into things like bags and hats and coats and pillows. We really, wow, great stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I brought that back to America and started doing it. And within a few months, I had one of the hippest places. They wrote me up in a magazine. We had famous people coming by. I mean, it was really cool. Anyway, um, I was invited to go to New York to the National Boutique Show. And many stores wanted to buy our product. It was um, Saturday night, June 11th, on the way from Boston to uh, New York City. And that way, those days we took the northern route, New York Thruway going into Manhattan. And about 12 midnight, somebody fell asleep at the wheel of their car going the opposite way at 60 miles an hour, fell asleep. The car jumped over the median and hit my Volkswagen Beetle head on. Your tiny little car. Tiny little car. It was a huge, 
going 60 miles an hour. Yes, it was a big wow. <laughs> yes, that was a moment. <laughs> Thank God we were in Westchester County and the fire people came right away with a great hug. They didn't know if I was going to live, let alone uh, ever walk again because my right leg, the femur, which is the thigh bone, was smashed. It was swinging. It was, I didn't, never passed out, never lost consciousness, but oh. it was a very traumatic situation. I'm going to fast forward and just tell you that through beautiful, ability to use the power of thought what i call I, I was a pothead all the time but pot stands for power of thought thought i love that and i was using that over the course of the next few years to be able to heal my body with my mind and use positive purposeful powerful pleasant ideas right. so that was one thing i'd already been through stuff that most human beings never do it was, a, it was a, what they call a near-death experience. Needless and you were in your early 20s at the time. I was in my early 20s. Thank God I came back. I had three operations. All that. I was not, I didn't even have a limp. I was able to run Nothing. and dance and skip. Which you were my good as new. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and I went on to say, uh, hello, you've been saved. What are you going to do with it? So I, I was already oriented to be of service to you. But here's where the real root of that all is. And that's my mother. It's interesting. We all have role models, right? My mother became my role model. And it wasn't just because she was uh, filled with joy, happiness, peace, and love, which she was. And I had a great father also, but my mother was ebullient and she was out there. But here's the amazing thing, wonderful Atara, and everybody listening. My mother had a red wine stain that covered three quarters of her face. And it was a bit pockmarked. Now imagine in today's world, Kids are tough at school, aren't they? It can be cruel, even if they don't want to be. Yes, And bullying. Imagine having that, not, a, not curly hair, but a red wine stain. Oh, my goodness. How, how do you deal with that? No. My Traumatic. mother not only wasn't bitter or angry, she, I, I don't know how she did it, but she utilized it to become and blossom into one of the most radiant beings you'd ever meet. My mother and you're transformed <laughs> she that's who she was and the funny part of tara this is a great story we met uh, growing up some friends of my mother that were with her in high school and such and they said hey this is how this is how she is this is francis and this is how she is she didn't just overcome it she was a transformative being so i grew up with that kind of outlook on life so when i had this head-on collision and now I'm literally at my parents' home, 23 years old, broke. I went from being the star of the show right. with the hips right. boutique. Now I'm broke. <laughs> I'm broken. You're I'm, lying in their bed, in, their, in, in your old I'm bedroom. Like, <laughs> and I'm a college dropout, by the way. Right. I, had left, I had left college to go to Europe to live for three years. Oh, you know, no. Europe brought wow. and for three years. So I'm a college dropout, 23, broke, broken. Ah! But I, I didn't lose hope. Hope, by the way, is a great word. It stands for helping others progress every day. When I learned, again, through my mother, that service is really one of the great keys of living exuberantly. And that's what life is about. Life is living inspirationally for eternity. So with that kind of mindset, now you fast forward after the situation in my 20s and now i'm laying there completely quadriplegic did i know i was ever going to walk again no 
Matter of fact, it took years before I could be vertically. Amped. I was four and a half months in the hospital. I was two years in a hospital bed in my own home. I couldn't turn over by myself. Four years in wheelchairs. I had braces on both my legs from my hips to my ankles. And that was progress. Right. That was good. Wow. But today, thank God, I'm vertical, ambulatory. I use a six and a half foot walking wand that was made for me by a Zen master. So I'm a tripod. I'm not a biped. I still can't walk up a stair by myself or a curb. I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But you hear my voice. Positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant because I'm here to serve. And thank God I did it not in any way upset or angry. I became calm and I asked for help. I just said, let me know what I'm supposed to do. Right. That's crazy. No, it's kind of crazy. I want to back up for a second because you've said so many interesting things in this like short period. I want to I want to touch on your mom for one second because you know I'm a mother of three kids. I'm always trying to imbue them with you know positivity. It's you know it's something I work on right as a parent. You're always working um, on the different things, and I want them to be happy well-adjusted and live a meaningful life, right? So it sounds like your mother just also maybe intuitively understood that living a meaningful life and being positive and serving others, that they all come together, right? So she understood that intuitively and she was able to impart that to you. And she did that probably, I'm going to guess, by just modeling. Absolutely so, Right? Correct. Was she always in service of others? Like, what, what stands out in your mind so when this, you think this, of her? Okay, a great story about Francis Ida Goldstein Shore, a.k.a. Figs. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> you need an acronym for everything. You're, yes, you're teaching me that. <laughs> she, she's so much. Well, look, that, that's one of the things that we like to do. We live in the world, what I call, we have three fundamentals in life. And all of this has come forth over the past 15 years and on my journey, which, by the way, is still ongoing. You know, the fact that I'm able to be vertical ambulatory today, I still work every day. It still takes me 10 minutes to get out of bed, but I can get out of bed. Right. So that's the key. So here's a a great story about uh, Mrs. Shore. Uh, I grew up in a place called Brookline, Massachusetts. Not Brooklyn, Brookline. Brookline, Massachusetts, a very beautiful just uh, sort of up what they call upscale place outside of Boston. And near uh, where we lived, there was a, something called a star market. Now in Boston, of course, that's a star market. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a star market down nearby where we lived. And it was, uh, you got to remember, this was the, what, the 19, early 60s and so. So it was relatively small supermarket, not like the, you know, the 100,000 square foot today. And what happened is they opened up something in the star market called a courtesy booth. So a courtesy booth is basically a place where people go shoppers if they have questions, if they have complaints, anything. And they opened up a courtesy booth. And somebody recommended my mother to be in the courtesy booth. Now, they didn't need to work, thank God. But she wanted to get out of the house now. She had three kids like you. And she says, hey, I'd like to get out of the house and do something, right, in service. So she went, she applied, and I said, yeah, well, you're, you're fine. And she's an older woman, but, and she has this great beaming face. She wore a lot of makeup uh, to cover over the red wine stain and such, mm-hmm. but, you know, just beaming. So they hired her. Here's the amazing thing. She was there for, I think, four and a half, five years. By the second year of Mrs. Shore in the courtesy booth, the store recorded a three and a half percent increase in sales. Now, 
you got to understand in the supermarket business, that's huge. That's huge. <laughs> and right. that happened year over year that she was there. The owner of the chain of the Star Markets, which at that time now was over 24 stores, a very successful uh, operation in Massachusetts, he was very close to my mother. He, he came into the store actually once every three months or sometimes even more just to see her and see how, to, how did she interact with people that it made a difference in the store and profits. So when she retired, she said, well, okay, I had four and a half years, I'm going to leave. They made a large banquet and gave her a magnificent trophy and gift and a very expensive piece of uh, sculpted uh, blown glass. It was a tribute to this amazing woman. And people, people came to the banquet. They, they paid to come because Mr. Shaw was the essence of the courtesy wow. booth. It Isn't made a difference in their lives. My, one of the things that we talk about, the three fundamentals. One is life. Your life has purpose. That's number one. Number two, the second fundamental of life is you can go mad. Now, go mad. Mad, in this case, is great. It means make a difference. Go make a difference. And the third thing is unlock the secrets and the power of what we call everyday words and terms. So the simple one, Atara, is this, WWW. Everybody listening to this now say WWW. If you ask them what it stands for, they'll say it has something to do with the internet. And factually speaking, they're correct, right? But in our world, Atara, and everybody listening, in the world of positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, WWW stands for, drum roll, fanfare, ta-da, ta-da. What a wonderful world. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so whenever you see WWW from around the line, that's think, what you need to think. What a wonderful world. So you, for you. I'm looking at my screen right now and I'm seeing it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> WWW, what a wonderful, you think of that song. And by the way, what do you that. do when you, when you hear the opening bars of that song? Even thinking about it, what do you do right away? You smile. You smile. You can't help smiling. And this is the key. Smile is one of the greatest acronyms you'll ever learn and utilize, internalize, and leverage in your life. Because SMILE stands for seeing miracles in life every day. Seeing miracles in life. That was my mother. So for you and everybody listening who's a parent or who in any way influences any other person, when you're in service, just be yourself but understand that you want to be the best possible you because when you're the best you, you make the world a better place. You build bridges, you create harmony, you bring more joy into the world. So modeling, it's not what you say, it's what you, what do. you do. For sure. Well, also what strikes me, which I think is so uh, notable, is that your mother was working in a supermarket bringing joy to people, right? She wasn't like president um, of a company. She wasn't president of the United States. She could have been, I'm sure. But in her small world, she found a way to make a difference. And I think that's what's so um, important and so impactful and such a great takeaway is that we can all make impact and make meaning and give joy to others in a small world, in a small way that really is huge. This is so important what you're saying, Atara. I'd like to emphasize it again because you just made a, an idea come to life. It blossomed, you're right. In the courtesy booth, in a supermarket, interact, when you interact with people. So I would like to share, if I may, 
uh, what I call the two most important words in the English language. And I urge people to think about this. If you use these two words three times a day, consciously and conscientiously, not just say them, but consciously and consciously, use these two words three times a day, you will make a difference and change the world for the better. And you know what these two words are. Everybody knows them. Ready? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Because thank stands for to harmonize and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. The Dalai Lama has been quoted as saying, I read in his writings, be kind whenever possible. And it's always possible. (laughs) It's always possible to say thank you. And you know what I like to add to that? Say thank you to the people close to you and the people less close to you. Like, let's not forget the people in your family who oh. maybe do something for you every single day, the same thing, still say thank you. Absolutely. This is the key to living well. Everybody, right. Because let's, let's be blunt with ourselves. Everyone, including family, every, maybe especially family, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Right. Be kind, always. Let's take a look at your, in your situation, you created a movement that is touching the lives of tens of thousands, if not millions of people around the world. Why? Because your daughter has something called curly hair, which you thought, well, okay, so she has curly hair, we all have straight hair. But to her, that was an issue. And you recognized it, and you touched it. And you touched her deeply, and now you allowed her to blossom. And now you're touching other people that have this particular situation. But when you're kind, you see, kind stands for keep inspiring noble deeds. When you do that with those closest to you, and then you you work from the inside out, from family to friends and to all living beings. As a matter of fact, I would like to share if people would, would want to do it uh, on my website, which I'm sure you're going to promote and talk about. It's called barryshore.com. <laughs> B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R, barryshore.com. Go and, and search. When you go to barryshore.com, you're going to love the site anyway. But It's beautiful, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, go and search something called the 55 seconds to become a joy generator. <laughs> oh, tell me. Could I you tell it to us? Share it with thousands us. Thousands of thousands of people around the world. It's all free. 55 seconds to become a joy generator. And it works with three levels. The first level is generating joy to your family, each family member. Next level is generating joy to friends. And the next level is generating joy to all living beings. And it takes 55 seconds. It's Imagine nothing. doing that every day. Right. You can do it. Anyone can do it. And, and you know what? I, I think this is like a movement that needs to be taught in school. I'm really, because I, I'm a mother, I, I think it's so important to get people when they are young, our little people, our children, that's where you need to begin the change. Because when you change inner dialogues of children, they become people who are different people, better people. So it's, and it's so much easier, right? We know that. To, oh, absolutely. to change the, children the, and to, to neural pl- neuroplasticity. Right, right. <laughs> in, in children, again, we're talking everything from newborns all the way up to double digits. Okay, after 10, it's, a, you know, become different little beings. But the point is, that's why I mentioned to you before, my SOW is eight. <laughs> if you have a sense of wonder about the world, you're where you live right now, you left Manhattan to go to the 
uh, to the beach area, uh, of course, because of pandemic and such, but you go there anyway for the summer, but you're staying longer. Just the ability to go outside and have the sunshine, to have the wind blow in your face, to be able to walk into the water, to be able to see other people and feel I'm alive. Yes. No, it's so true. It's so true you say that because like I, no matter how busy my days get and they get so busy, ever ever since we're here, we're here since March, which is pretty cold in, in New York in March, we have gone for a daily family bike ride, which we never did before when we lived in Manhattan. You know, it was a very big effort to get your bikes from the bike room, bring them back, bring them out. But here we just go to the shed, grab our bikes, no matter what, we're going on a bike ride. And we often do just that. Like I will make, you know, I'm not somebody who automatically notices the sun. My husband is like that. He'll always look at, look at the tree, look at the flower, look at the sunset. He's taught me to see those things. And now I'm trying to teach my children, let's take a moment to look at the sunset because you're right. I mean, if all you're doing is running, you're missing so many things. Absolutely. Let's, let's do, I'm going to share with you to consider doing something. When you pick up your kids at school today or another time such, just, or you're walking down the street, just hold hands and say, hey kids, let's skip. (laughs) See what you just did? You see, walking is a remarkably powerful thing. Thank God I'm able to do it. I, I can't walk like everybody listening. I walk in a different way, fine. I can't skip anymore at the moment. I can swim, but I can't skip. (laughs) But running is a certain kind of effort. Walking, but it's a regular effort. When you skip, what happens is you're engaging your mind because it has to be done consciously. And it's so much fun. By the way, I do use the four-letter F-U word. I just use it. I do it because it's fun. And the shock value. It's fun. F-U, capital N, capital N. So people say to me, but Barry, sure, fun's only spelled with three letters. Not in our world, the world of the positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant. We say F you, everybody, with a big smile on our face. Remember what that stands for. But we always add capital N, capital N. People say, what did you do? Where did you get that? Mm-hmm. Well, that's because I listen to the joy of living. <laughs> I heard that on a Tara show. Fun, F you. So you can change the whole dynamic of right. what you do in life. So if you could just hold your child or children's hands, even your husband say, let's skip. I don't care if you do it for 30 seconds, you feel a whole different outlook. Yes, I love that. Like, or just be silly for a few minutes. I think yes. you know, that's great. Yes. I, I love that. I love all of that. Tell me, I know you started um, the Joy of Living Institute, which just tell us a little bit exactly what that is and a little bit about the smiling cards, because okay. I know you have celebrities everywhere into this. Yes, thank God. So th- that's another part of my healing. So again, this happened, uh, I became quadriplegic overnight, September 17, 2004. Okay. And it's 15 years later. Thank God, about three years prior to that, I had received a card in the mail. Um, and the card with a little note, so I think you'll like this. And the card was just a piece of sort of paper with some printing on the front, printing on the back. On the front, it read, keep smiling. On the back was a, a couple, about five, six sentences about the value of a smile. And it was great. And I got it. It was a friend of mine, happens to be a rabbi in New York. By the way, isn't that interesting that there are actually rabbis in New York? 
So strange, right? So So many of them, right? (laughs) (laughs) So the point was, I called him up and I said, this is great. Hey, do you mind if I copy this and give them out? And he started laughing. He says, of course, that's, I knew you would do that. That's (laughs) That's why why I I gave it to you. you. (laughs) So I said, okay, I went to my printer and I said, can we make this a little better? Let's print up a hundred. He said, fine, I'll print you a hundred. Okay. And I paid for it, did the hundred. And lo and behold, I gave them out a Tara. I don't think it took seven days. I gave out a hundred cards because keep smiling. I mean, why not? Right. Right. Who's not going to take that? Right. And remember, I, I'm not paralyzed this time. I'm out there doing stuff. Right. 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 Money, right. businesses, lots of good stuff happening. Just giving out cards. And invariably, by the way, people would say, hey, can I have a couple more? I said, of course. Hello. So I gave out a hundred within a week and went back to the printer. Okay, let's print a thousand. Okay. Printed a thousand. Lo and behold, it took 38 days. We gave out a thousand cards. Wow. People love this. So some would take, can I have 10, 20? I went back and said, okay, now let's really do it. 10,000 cards. 10,000 cards that read, keep smiling on the front and the value of the smile on the back. And these are cool, really cool cards, all blue. And it's just, if you haven't seen them, you got to go see them. By the way, you can go to the dailysmile.com or you can go to my site, barryshore.com and click on Keep Smiling, and you can see all the cards there because we now have them in 27 languages, Atara, all that say Keep Smiling, and a whole bunch more of cards. One of them that reads, did I tell you today how much I appreciate you? Wow, what a card. That card has saved marriages and saved lives. There's so many great stories to go with it. Anyway, so the point is, after the 10,000, I started having people around America, because I have a lot of friends, thank God. Hey, can I have 100? Can I have 100? We gave away 10,000 cards in under six months. So I pulled, you know, bit the bullet, pulled the trigger, ride the bullet. I said, okay, Danny, let's print up 100,000. And from there, we just kept going. We built a website, again, thedailysmile.com. And I'm happy to tell you and everybody listening that by now we have passed two million Keep Smiling cards out in the world in 27 languages. Many of the most famous people in the world, and some less famous, have had pictured with holding the Keep Smiling card because it's a movement and it's all free. 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 (laughs) It's what I call skipping in the world because when you have Keep Smiling cards, what I urge everybody is you get at least two. One to give to somebody else and the other to keep, not the other way around, not one to keep and one to give. One to give, because <laughs> when you start the giving muscle, again, this is Francis Ida Goldstein Shore, my wife, you start the giving, mo- my mother, my wife. <laughs> That's a Freudian okay. slip, huh? <laughs> you, you, know, the, you start the giving muscle. So the essence of what we did at the Joy of Living Institute, it's all summed up in one word, giving. And the Keep Smiling movement is part of it. So the genius of this is when I now became paralyzed and I was in the hospital four and a half months, which is a fairly long time. Um, they had to discharge me because the insurance bill had run over half a million dollars. They said, we got to get rid of you. I uh, wasn't able to walk, but they just they had to send me home. While I was in the hospital, I asked my attendants, put me in a wheelchair, and they wheeled me on the floor, room to room, and I asked my attendant, please go into the room and give Keep Smiling cards to people. We 
changed people's moods. We changed their attitude. We uplifted people, not because we're saints, but just because we're sharing a message of hope. Remember, helping others progress every day, being holy. You know what holy stands for? Helping others live wisely. When you do that and you exercise your giving muscle, what you're doing, you're spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love in the world. And love stands for living on vibrant energy. When you do that, then you're creating waves of goodness in the world. So that's the Joy of Living Institute has several pieces under it. One of this, the Keep Smiling Cards. The other is what we call the 11 Strategies for Living in Joy Daily. And my new book, which is coming out called Willing Within the Next uh, 38 Days. Oh, wonderful. Called, uh, you ready yeah, for this, Yeah, what's that Yes, go. Stress Kills. Joy heals. Because yes. <laughs> <Stress does laughs> they're both true, right? Everybody yeah. knows. Look, we're in the midst of pandemic. A pandemic worldwide. The most searched word on the internet after COVID and such is stress. Stress. Because that's what is everyone's feeling, feeling you, right? now. Right. Stress will kill you. But how do you get rid of it? Joy reduces it mitigates it and in some cases eliminates it because if you live with stress you will have high blood pressure heart issues anxiety you'll overeat right i mean people can't sleep no and that's terrible for you it's yeah so it's true. the core root of what kills you it doesn't kill you overnight it kills right. what we it's call a, a thousand sighs oh 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 Right. It just, it kills you. It kills your spirit yes. also. And, and that's really what we need to give back. You know, a lot of people, um, especially you're talking about the pandemic and these hard times will say, Ugh, I can't get involved. Like there's so much to do. It's so overwhelming. Like, I don't even know where to start. How is like my one thing going to make a difference? But I think what you're telling everybody, what I'm hearing is actually it's so, so not true everybody should get involved should try to make a difference in any small way that they can and that is going to change what the universe looks like and it sounds like for you the universe kind of gave you a cure before they gave you the affliction would you say not that's only true? are you speaking words of truth i urge everybody to internalize what wonderful Atara has just shared with us. <laughs> yes, the ability to make a difference starts with you. The whole reason we are doing this interview right now is it's all about you. It's not about Barry Shore. It's not about Atara Tversky. It's about you, Y-O-U, E-W-E, you. You becoming the best you by using the three fundamentals of life. Let me talk about number one, life. Your life has purpose. And if you live a purpose-driven life, you can go mad. You can go make a difference in everything you do. Unlock the power and the secrets of everyday words and terms. Smile. Remember we said smile. See miracles in life every day, right? So I got to tell you, my eight-year-old niece comes over to me a few weeks ago, and she says, Uncle Barry, can we spell smile, S-M-I-E-L? And I thought about smile, smile. Why not? I said, okay. come on, come on. <laughs> She says, because then it would stand for seeing miracles in everyday life. 
<laughs> I said, <laughs> out of the mouth of babes, listen to this. When you now, she was literally utilizing internalizing. She was creating for herself the expression, seeing miracles in everyday life. By the way, create is a wonderful word. Create is an acronym that stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. You see, we all have this thing called a brain. Your brain has 50 billion brain cells and a trillion synapses connecting them. And they're there for more than just to decide what kind of latte you want this morning. We use our minds to be able to direct our body. And when you begin to think good and speak good and act good, guess what happens? You become the generator of joy. <laughs> which, is which is everything i mean this is really impactful in so many ways because i i really do believe like there needs to be a transformation in, in the world view and what's going on um that that the pandemic is more than just about the pandemic it's really about the universe trying to tell us something i don't have all the answers i don't know what it's trying to tell us but i do think that we need to get back to a place where people are caring for one another and finding purpose and meaning. So I, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing all this with us, but I don't wanna let you go without asking a question that's on my mind. So maybe it's on some of our listeners' minds. So I, I see that you are real and authentic and all of this, all of the joy is real for you, but tell me the truth. There has to be moments, right? Where, especially in the early stages of becoming a quadriplegic, where you're getting down and you're feeling like, oh my God, I can't do this. And what do you do in those moments? So give listeners a tool because everybody has those, those moments. Sometimes they're days, weeks, months, and sometimes they're moments. How do you get through that? Because I understand that it's, it's the expression and everything you're saying about giving and joy, but what can you practically do in the times where you're just feeling like, I can't go on? And did you ever have that time? Did you ever succumb to that? Okay, everybody listening, Perk up, put on your seatbelts, we're going for a ride. I told you the backstory of Francis Ida Goldstein show, my mother. I told you about the situation with a head-on collision, not knowing if I was gonna ever walk again or live, and now becoming completely paralyzed overnight from a rare disease that I never even knew that I didn't know what it was before it happens called Guillain-Barre syndrome, French polio. It just takes over the peripheral nervous system and shuts you down. And I had an especially big dose. So <laughs> I am still uh, in process of learning how to gain back some of my situation. I can tell you the following. If there ever was a moment of despair, it never came into my mind, I can't. It didn't. Because I knew that I can. I lived laying on my back 24 hours a day, seven days a week for years. If I had to be moved, somebody, two people oftentimes had to turn me over. So let's just set the stage. In my mind, I was visualizing, I was verbalizing, I was emotionalizing, I used what we call VVV, verbalize, visualize, emotionalize, that I was gonna be able to sit up, that I was gonna put my feet over the edge of the bed, that I was gonna stand up. 
I utilized my time. I was a pothead. I told you. <laughs> Power of thought. Now, this is the benefit of being, at that time, 55 years, gone through lots of stuff and not succumbing Atara. So I urge everybody, if you have, when you have moments, because you will, hey, I'm human, that I have moments before I was paralyzed, by the way, that I had some power sometimes of despair and, and, and situations. It happened more before I was paralyzed than after. <laughs> but here's the amazing thing. Sit with the moment, let it be, and don't take a breath. I'm, I'm using words very precisely. Allow yourself to breathe what we call a conscious loving breath. And know, know for a fact that you will be the best possible you and that you matter. You make a difference. That will enable you to move through the moment. Not get out of the moment. Right, but move, move through, through it. Through the Let moment. it pass so through you. Allow a conscious, loving breath. You move through the moment. Sometimes the moment can last longer than you think. But breathing, allowing, listening, say, you know that guy, that crazy guy, Barry Shore, he said that, that. <laughs> you know something? Use that stuff. Go yeah. to barryshore.com. Look at these 11 strategies. These were built for the world. Not for me. They work. The 11 strategies make people healthier, wealthier, and wiser in every aspect. So despair, discouragement, you can allow them to pass through you. Allow a conscious, loving breath. Never give up. Never, 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 never. Right. I would even go so far as to say not only to allow them to pass through you, but even to honor them, right? To honor whatever pain or disappointment or despair you feel. Acknowledge, yes. honor, and then know that there's no such thing as I can't. There's only I won't. Absolutely. Again, just <laughs> I, I share this with people and I urge you, you cannot do this for more than eight seconds or you'll freak out. Everybody listening, when you go to bed tonight, lay on your back, arms at your side, just laying stretched out, and imagine you cannot move your feet, you cannot move your legs, you cannot move your fingers, you cannot move your arms, nothing on your body moves. You cannot move. And just be there for eight seconds like that and think this is how you're going to be for years. Don't do it for more than eight seconds or you'll freak. But that was my world. Okay. I did what you suggested, Atara. I said, okay, I'm here. Dear Lord, what do you want me to do? I'm here to serve. Changing the world. You really are. Um, you're changing the world. You started by changing your own world. I'm looking right at you. I know uh, we do this via um, audio, not video, but I have the pleasure of seeing your hands moving. So you are doing it. <laughs> yes. So, now it's funny because uh, Atara is seeing me and seeing my arms move. Total and movement. She knows I can't sit up from this chair right now. <laughs> I can't get up. 
I'm, so, I'm still what they call a paraplegic from my waist down. Uh, nothing really moves very much. Can't move my toes or my feet and things like that. But here's something that I will, we will uplift everybody at, towards the end of the show. Ready? So in the course of getting better, as it were, in terms of utilizing more of my abilities to move, I did a lot of what they call aquatic therapy in the water. Um, for hours every day, six days a week, and uh, hired a lot of people, and it helps tremendously. But suffice it to say, it's important to be in the water because if you're in the water, you, you fall, you can't hurt yourself. Um, fast forward the story, over the course of years, I was able to actually move my arms over my head. And we, what we did is we put flotation devices on my legs so my legs wouldn't sink. We put a flotation device around my belly so it wouldn't sink. And I started moving my arms over my head. I started moving through the water. I was swimming. Unbelievable. So here's what happened. I was able to swim a length of the pool. Great. Then I did two legs and three legs. And eventually my, I, was, I had the strength. I was able to go back and forth and swim. Hold on, everybody one mile without stopping on my back. One mile. Took me 98 minutes. But you hear, not only am I positive, purposeful, powerful, and pleasant, I'm perseverant. Yes, you are. <laughs> okay, to the point of being crazy, but I, because I'm using my power of thought, I was smoking pot regularly. <laughs> that right? Thought, right. So now I'm going to tell you the amazing story. I learned not only how to swim on my back, I learned how to swim on my front, still using flotation devices on my legs. They don't sink. I have to, I wear paddles on my hands because you see my hands are tower, right? They don't close and not regular hands. I use a snorkel because I can't move my head so well to breathe. So all of that though, I now swim on my belly as well as on my back. I now swim Atara two miles a day, six days a week. I've been doing it for 12 years. And as of this particular moment, have accumulated 7,758 miles. And still going. <laughs> you know what that is, Atara? That's swimming from New York City to Morocco through the Straits of Gibraltar, across the Mediterranean, up to Jerusalem. I love that image. <laughs> I love that image. Well, I, I'm going to say this. I have to end by, with saying this. Barry, to your credit, you are amazing. Not everyone is like you. So I, I just want to say, like, you are really a shining example and really a role model of what can be. Um, if you really, really, really are very determined and someone who really perseveres and works hard and doesn't give up. So we should all strive to get there because I do think we all have it in us. Absolutely. That's a we point. We do. We have the right role models. We can get there. You are serving as a role model. Please visit Barry's website where you will find all this information and more. And listen to his radio show because what, what do you have, like 2 million downloads? Everyone yes. loves you. Yeah, yeah, you're awesome. People, <laughs> People the, like the, you. You're very likable. <laughs> now, can I, may I leave everybody with a blessing? Please, go. Okay. Our blessing to everybody. Go forth. Live exuberantly. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. Go mad. Thank you, Barry Shore. You're amazing. Really, what a joy. Yay, Atara!